when I was maybe 13, 14, I probably had a reading age of about seven. So I really struggled to read. And along the way, I met some great educators, some people that uh, supported me, understood me, understood the kind of things I could do and the kind of things that I struggled with. Hello and welcome to The Educators, a podcast series by Capita and Becoming X that explores how we can transform learning to help everyone realise their potential. I'm Frankie McCamley, a journalist and broadcaster. This time, what happens when you throw away the rule book, throw out convention and perceived wisdom, and start from scratch to build a new education model? We hear from someone who's been at the centre of doing just that, with just a little help from football's finest. Hi, I'm Craig Gaskell. I'm a professor of higher education enterprise, and I was the founding CEO and principal of University Academy 92. I think the opportunity for us at University Academy 92 and anyone that's making a new higher education institution is you get chance to really think long and hard about how you should make it. We had the opportunity to make an institution from scratch. So the fundamental concept at University Academy 92 was to provide high quality higher education, make it accessible to everyone, but regardless of the discipline, whatever subject you study, right at the core, put character and personal development. The founders of University Academy 92, two founder groups, Lancaster University, a well-respected academic institution, but the class of 92, a set of ex-Manchester United legends. The class of 92 had a sense of wanting to give back. They've had very, very successful careers as elite uh, sports people and then gone on to have some successful businesses and managerial careers themselves. So they wanted to put something back. Now, they didn't go through higher education, but their sense was that the higher education system doesn't necessarily work for businesses. So I think a lot of the founding principles on which University Academy 92 was based was about giving all young people an advantage, making this open access, social mobility, actually to make sure that access to high quality higher education wasn't closed off to anyone. So, for example, two of our co-founders, Gary Neville, Ryan Giggs, will come in, will engage with our students. And I do remember a, a talk that Ryan did, uh, and he talked about some of the personal challenges he was having. The idea that these elite performers that have really got to the top of their game will actually talk about their own personal struggles. I think that's incredibly powerful. It, it's gold dust. The other idea was to take some of those principles of high performance in the sports sector, those principles of elite performance, that idea of never giving up, that idea of resilience, the idea of performing to your absolute best and trying your absolute best every day. And when it doesn't go right, reflecting very quickly and learning and listening to constructive criticism and then applying that to the next day. The mission then to help students become match fit so they're ready for the world of work. Whilst the class of 92, Manchester United stars Ryan Giggs, Gary Neville, Paul Scholes, Nicky Butt and Phil Neville are hugely inspirational to many. We're not all fortunate enough to have football icons on hand to drop by to chat to students. So what are some other building blocks for a successful model? In simple terms at University Academy 92, we look at the start of 
university level studies as being the start of your career, not the start of education and then the career comes afterwards. So as soon as our students start their higher education, they're preparing already for the world of work. So the whole concept is keep that work ethic, keep that structure, keep working hard and make sure our students are constantly thinking about preparation for the world of work. So we've talked about character and personal development being at the core of all learning. That means students will study aspects of character development, so uh, resilience, teamwork, communication, problem solving, those general things they will study formally and that's very much integrated into everything that they do. Uh, students at University Academy 92 have a personal development coach. They will meet them about every three weeks. That's separate to their academic tutors. This is somebody that's working with them, discussing with them their own personal development journey and their career preparation. Also, our students have a fixed timetable, so they're either morning students or they're afternoon students. And what that means is they can have the other half of the day to work. Maybe they've got caring commitments. Maybe they've got other passions. So maybe that could be sport or music or, or something else they want to do. So the whole idea is by creating a very structured learning environment, they can do other things around it because uh, life for young people is challenging. Let's face it, most of them will have to work just to get through university. Students study in blocks. They will study one subject at a time, one module at a time. And that means you can actually do interesting, very active learning. You can focus on a particular project. And within those blocks, students will learn one subject and all the assessment is contained. So the idea is uh, we don't do the learning and then wait until an exam period. So there are no traditional end of year examinations. The learning is assessed very close to where it happens. The other critical thing about University Academy 92 is we're not making it ourselves. It's not just a bunch of academics. It's actually in collaboration with a whole load of industry partners. And we mean employer-led for real. So the curriculum that we're delivering has been co-designed by the very employers that are interested in the students. We've got some great academics, some of which have worked out in industry, of course, themselves. But the idea is to bring current industry practitioners into the learning environment. So our students get things like insight days, uh, work placements as part of the program of delivery. But what they also get is regular engagement with industry practitioners, with the people that are doing the very careers that they aspire to do themselves. Our students experience through insight days, through work placements, the world of work in a safe environment, so they get a real deep understanding of the place of work in the particular sectors that they're interested in. What are the indicators that tell us we've been successful so far? I think the number one is attendance. Our students are turning up, uh, are turning up every day, uh, engaging four hours a day. Uh, they engage with their online studies as well because that's part of it. The digital learning environment is just a part of, of learning and it should be in a, a modern university setting. So the students are turning up and the progression data is outstanding. The students that studied in their first year last year, a very, very high percentage had the option to move on to their second year. We all know young people today will have multiple careers, will have to learn different things. Technology is going to change multiple times in their lifetime. So I think it's really about inspiring people just to learn. 
and to be open to to making mistakes as well and and, and challenging uh, uh, those mistakes. I think self-reflection is really, really critical. So reflecting on your own learning. And we all know that uh, sometimes we learn the most when things don't quite go the way we'd planned. And that's okay. And making that okay to give young people the confidence to try new things, to get out of their comfort zone. I think that's critical. So I think if people learn about work ethic, learn how to work and learn how to understand how they work best, I think that's a real, a really critical skill. I would say resilience as well, how to, how to tackle difficult problems, how to not give up. Actually, do you see something as a challenge or do you see it as a problem to back off from? And I think if you can enjoy the challenge, enjoy solving problems, those are critical things. Subject knowledge is really important, but many young people will have multiple different careers. They'll need to learn many different subjects, some subjects which haven't even been developed yet. But if those fundamentals of knowing how to learn, how to self-reflect, how to be resilient, and how to solve problems, if those things are there, then that will take young people through multiple different careers and life challenges as well. It's not just about careers. All these things are about uh, having good and productive uh, lives. I also think it's really important that young people understand their own mental health and their own physical health and how the two uh, relate to each other. And then when we face those tough times, and those can be tough times in our work, those can be tough times in our personal life, those things will carry us through and will actually turn those most difficult times, those darkest times, into the biggest learning experiences for us all. Craig knows this football star-funded university is unique, or at least difficult, to repeat or scale. But what are the broader lessons from his experience? If I had a magic wand and I was to be able to design the education system, what are the key things I would want to put in there? Mm. I think uh, absolutely number one is inclusivity. The inclusive curriculum is critical. Great effort is taken to make sure that those that are apparently excluded are brought back into the system. And that's where we need to do the hardest work. Again, I would really focus on those core life skills and find those moments where young people can actually understand what the result of hard work and tenacity can give you. I think for me, it's about experiential learning. It's about experiencing what it feels like to solve a problem, to actually have to go the extra mile, but what happened as a result, actually face something that looks challenging, that could be climbing a mountain, that could be, I don't know, learning to play a musical instrument, singing in front of your, your peers. So whatever that thing is, is to find it and to support young people through to doing what they perceive as impossible. And once they've done that, and once they've felt that, to reflect back, and then the next impossible thing won't quite look so impossible. So I think it's about setting up the environment and the context with which young people can feel that achievement and then do it again and then do it again and constantly, constantly feel that achievement. I think of my own children from primary phase, what are those magic moments for them? It's when they went away as a class, spent a few days away from home, learnt new things, be that Beck scrambling or climbing a, up, a, up a big hill where they were challenged, they were pushed out of their comfort zone. They did things they didn't think they could do. And when they came home, 
they were transformed already. And I think the education system has to create those moments. It's interesting, actually, if you look at the national system, we focus a lot on maths and, and writing and all those things, and they're absolutely critical. But fundamentally, things like music, sport, all those things around the edges that can be so engaging for people that haven't necessarily come from a family environment that is, is supporting that uh, traditional education thinking. It's those moments in music, in performing, in sport that can really make the difference. For me, if I could redesign the education system now, I would encourage uh, universities to do as much character and personal development as they can to embed those core, what traditionally we used to call transferable skills, but those core life skills, the resilience, the teamwork, the communication. And I would encourage all universities to give those things top priority. So the idea of the traditional formal classroom, I think we need to forget about that. And particularly at higher education level, I don't think traditional lectures are the way to learn anymore. I think they're an outdated mode. Yes, you can get some great inspirational lectures and we can record those and we can send those out. But actually it's about creating engaging spaces. And so in schools, in colleges, in the university sector, I think we need to create spaces where students can learn, not be taught. And what I mean by that is, is spaces where students can experiment, spaces where students can work together. They can have conversations outside of the formal environment and then come back in to the more formal environment to discuss those things. It's really, really challenging to actually change the system. But I think we've got to, we've got to rise to that challenge. And so I think it's about really thinking about what kind of an institution do we want to be? What are our fundamental values? What are our non-negotiables? And being really, really clear about that. And then with tenacity, again, one of those core traits that we would want our young people to have with tenacity, tackle this as a really, really challenging problem and never give up ourselves until we've achieved that. Thank you so much to Professor Craig Gaskell, a fascinating insight into an institution trying to fundamentally change the way young people are educated. While most schools, colleges and universities aren't lucky enough to have football stars just drop by, Becoming X Education, the new personal development platform from Becoming X, allows educators and students to benefit from exactly this type of inspiration. It provides insights from some of the world's most inspiring people from all backgrounds. To learn more about the work Capita and Becoming X are doing in education, please check out capita.com forward slash becomingx.